everyone. Welcome to the Rayhart Rundown bonus episode. So, over the past season, we've had to cut certain segments to either shorten the show or change uh, what we were talking about. And those segments I started to keep because sometimes they were funny. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and release now a bonus episode for you after now that the season's over of things that were cut from all of the previous shows, starting with about, I think it was episode 11, I think, maybe even later. But we have a lot of stuff to go over. It's not all going to be smooth and like one big show. So these are just cuts that we have pieced together of different things that we talked about that got cut from the show from one way or another. So you can sit back and listen. And some of it's funny and some of it's weird. Uh, Even Urban Dictionary stuff, even Florida Man topics, things like that. But this is just a bonus episode that we had no spot for. We had no spot to put it in the show during the season. So let's see what we got. Okay, so for our first cut clip, we have (laughs) a conversation where Adam explains why he hates... Bruce Willis. Let's take a listen. Sorry, I just don't like Bruce Willis. <laughs> I've what? met the I met the guy. He's a fucking prick. So where'd you meet him at? Outside of Costco in Fort Myers when I was like when I was a teenager. I don't ever remember that. Yeah, yeah. He was walking into Costco, or whatever, and I was just like, "Oh my god, Bruce Willis!" He's like, "Leave me the fuck alone." And so then he was walking away, and I was like, "Hey, Bruce, fuck you!" <laughs> like. Yeah, no, fuck that guy. He's a prick. He hates his fans. Like, how are you going to hate your fans, man? Like, they're the ones that made you who you are. So, I don't know. That's my opinion. I, I, I'll i be fine not working with him. You know, unless it's, like, my way in. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, my first contract, I have to work with Bruce Willis. Fine, fuck it. Let's go. He's going to be like, no, I heard your podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adam, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. This next segment, Adam talks about the Mandalorian episodes and Sons of Anarchy, which he was binge-watching at the time. This is also another segment, unfortunately, that got cut because we were going to start doing it but didn't, where we were going to start fact-checking Adam's friends because they tell him lots of lies. So take a listen. So there's there's uh, some shows there's some shows that I've been wanting to talk about. Because I've been binge-watching okay. for this past week. All right. I have finally watched The Mandalorian. Fi- finally? What do you mean, finally? I've never seen you it never before. You never saw it? I had never seen it before. You've got a fucking Yoda sitting on your desk. Yeah, I know, because Baby from Yoda is still adorable. Or, I'm sorry, The Child. is from The Mandalorian, and you just finally watched it. I just finally watched it. Okay. I'll give you a pass since you're, I know you're busy. I'm going to keep messing a, with the microphone. My I know bad. You're that's a busy fucking guy. I'm going to give you a pass. No, yeah, so I finally watched Mandalorian, and I gotta Thoughts? say, it is by far the best thing to come out of Star Wars since the original six. Like, the new three, the three new movies or whatever was garbage. Okay. I've never seen Rogue One. I'm still gonna, that's still on my list of something to watch. Don't get too excited. But, I mean, yeah, I already know how it ends. So, then uh, Han Solo, everybody hated it. I thought it was okay. Bombed. You know, but it bombed. I thought it was okay. I thought it was better than a lot of the other newer ones that they had coming out. Mm-hmm. That was the best one until now I watched Mandalorian. I absolutely love it, Do you know man. who did the Mandalorian? Uh, yeah, his name was... Uh... No, not who played the Mandalorian. Do you know who... 
Oh, John Favio. Right. Which Favreau, is why I think right. I liked it. Yeah. You he know? was the original writer and director. executive producer and director for yeah. Iron Man. So he's the one that jump started Marvel's whole line. Yeah. He was like, give me the Iron Man. I'm going to try it. We'll see what happens. And then next thing you know, boom, we got Marvel movie after Marvel movie after Marvel movie, and it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Now he just did that with Mandalorian, and now... He's wrote, executive producer, and I think he started to, he started to direct it, and then he let other people direct this. He just wrote and executive produced it. It was good, though. Yeah, I saw I saw it right when it came out. So you saw all the episodes, right? All of them. Okay, so the very last episode, I'm not going to give anything away for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, but if you haven't seen it by now, what the fuck? Um, but the very end... When they have all those stormtroopers there in that scene, that yeah. last scene, half of those stormtroopers were from the cosplayers. Oh, really? The, uh, that that big group of cosplayers. I think what they called the hundred and first or three hundred one or something like that. There's like a large group of um, cosplayers that play stormtrooper. Oh, right on. Yeah, and so it was really cool to see. That, like, and it was very cool for them to be to bring included. everybody. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I was. Th- I think it's. Cool that, you know, you did at least get to see what he looked like once, you know. Because, like, the whole time I'm like, dude, take off the fucking helmet. <laughs> like, yeah, it was kind of like, Urgh. Yeah. It was a little frustrating. It was. You know, but the reasoning behind it and everything is, is pretty dope. Like, how you learn all about Mandalorians and what they're about and everything. Like, I actually, I kind of feel for him. I feel like if, if I was in the Star Wars world... Mm-hmm. I feel like I would probably end up as a Mandalorian because, like, he's because of like the one main line: "I'm a Mandalorian. Weapons are part of my religion." Whenever yeah, they right. tell him to put his weapons down, he's like, "Nah, not gonna happen." Okay, so I, I looked it up. I finally found it here. The Five Hundred First Legion, Vader's Fist, is what they're called. It's like this group of guys or whatever women as well that dress up as stormtroopers, and they got them all on set, like, to get. A shitload of stormtroopers. Oh, right on. Yeah, and that that's cool. So I think that's great of John Favreau to go that route and be like, yeah, let's get everybody included because having the fans included, you yeah, know, you're you know that just makes it. We fun. were talking about it whenever it was still going on and before I had seen it. How you said that all these celebrities were excited and really wanted to jump on the opportunity to be into the Mandalorian oh, yeah, project. Yeah, yeah. But I also feel like that part of that was John because I didn't know that he had done it until I started watching it because Bill Burr is not a Star Wars fan. I've seen him in multiple interviews going, yeah, back in the day when Star Wars came out, that came out over the summer, and when I got back to the school, everybody was talking about it, and I just, I watched it when I got older, and it was like, yeah, it was okay, but I, I, I guess I just missed its mark. Like, right. you know, he's not a huge Star Wars fan, but he was in an entire episode of it. He was a badass, too. Yeah, uh, he was in the I, sixth episode. Yeah, like, I, I liked him in it. He, I think he did a really great job. Well, but... I mean, if the paycheck's right. No, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, you know? But I think that John Favreau did that to, like, get people that you would recognize, people that are, you know, out there today. But, yeah. And, of course, Baby Yoda. Well, the child, I should say. He's not actually Everybody Baby Yoda. Everybody was calling it. Like... Yeah. Okay, so my favorite part, though, from The Mandalorian was episodes, like, seven and eight. So, like, towards the end. Right. Jason Sudeikis. Oh yeah, and Adam Polly <laughs> as the stormtroopers where they're sitting, they're trying to shoot. That was that yeah, was fucking awesome, so awesome. Anyways, that's just a little side note. But I'm glad you finally got to see it. Yeah, you see how awesome it was, dude. When it comes to cliffhangers for a TV show, yeah. Sons of Anarchy has it down pat. I mean, after every episode, I'm just you know I'm just sitting there and I'm just watching the TV and I'm like, oh shit, here we go, like. You know what I mean? Like, I can't believe that just fucking happened. Like, how are they going to come back from this? What's going to happen? Like, every single episode, man. Even I watched an episode before I came over here today because I'm on the final season. Yeah. And 
was gonna say the show's over right now, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, I don't want to give too much away. I'm, I'm gonna end up probably in this next rant. But dude, like, final season, it's just, it's just fucking rampage throughout the entire season. Like so far, a fucking grenade was just thrown through a window of a shop and just blown up. Like it's just no, zero fucks given for no reason. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, unbelievable, man. It's just every single episode, man. The cliffhanger is unbelievable. Uh, Kurt Sutter, I believe, is his name that did that. Um, he did a phenomenal job on that show. He really did. He also partly starred in the show as one of the prison inmates that was a part of the the MC. And now he's got more shows coming out mm-hmm. for a base around Sons of Anarchy. He's going to have another show uh, besides the Mayans, which I don't think got very big. But he, you've got uh, the first, uh, the original nine or the first nine. So it's going to be about the main character's dad and how he had started the club and everything like oh, that. Like an origin story? Yeah. Hmm. He's going to do a, a sequel show where the main character's kid grows up and, like, takes his place as the president of the MC and, like, all of that. So that's what he's talking about because, like, he ended the show and all of the fans were like, We need more Sons of Anarchy! Right. So I guess it was also, from what I had heard... um, I don't know if it's true, but from I was in a discussion with somebody about the show the other day, and they were talking about how it was actually based on an actual motorcycle club in Ireland, and that was like connected with the IRA, which is what the show is basically about. Like I said, I don't know if that's actual factual, but... I've never heard that. And then they continued to go on about how uh, Kurt Sutter, the creator, was like... Be- ended up becoming friends with that MC and everything like that. But, like I said, that could have been somebody that I know just talking out of his ass. You want to blast him on the podcast right now? Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah, f- a little fact check. Fact checked Adam's friends. Oh, man, God, that should be another freaking segment. <laughs> I can just tell you right now, all your friends lie. <laughs> okay, there we go. It's not true? Uh, hold on. Well, maybe. I don't know. I, I-, I don't want to say in this case. Uh, Sons of Anarchy based on a real motorcycle club. Not true. No? <gasps> no, it wasn't true. But it was it was thought it to be true. There was in 2012, yeah, th- the there's... Devil's Ride reality show, which was advertised as a real life Sons of Anarchy, but it turned out the show was actually fictional altogether out of San Diego. It only lasted for like three seasons, pretty much when that came out. So, yeah. well, people were saying that a lot of it was based off of the Hell's Angels. I got nothing on that, but uh, yeah. But I mean, either way. <sighs> You could take anytime you ever say based on you know true right. events and stuff like that. That is so altered. All the this could be based on true events for the simple fact that they all ride motorcycles. <laughs> like, yeah, true. You know I mean, what I mean? It it's it's it a motorcycle club. It yeah. When it comes to movies, you can get away with a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, you, he could sit there and be like, "Oh well, my inspiration was brought on by the Hell's Angels." Right. And now, so it's based on the Hell's Angels. You know what I mean? So I feel like that type of thing can be so misread. This next clip is where Adam goes on a tangent for a while about video games. Now, we cut this one just because it seemed to go a little long, but we may bring it back again for a video game episode that we're putting together. So there's a hint there that something else is coming. But let's take a listen. You know, I, I really like the Epic Game Stores. Like, I'm, I'm, I've been a member of Steam for a long while now, and I've got, I think I, I counted today actually. I've got 132 games on Steam, mm-hmm. which I know to a lot of people they're like, oh, that's nothing, right? But I mean, there's only so many games you can play at once, you know. So, but uh, 
with the Epic Game Store, they just launched that. What was it? This this year, beginning of this year, right? Uh, I'm not even sure. It might have been a little bit longer. It but like, as far as like the deals they've been running, dude, unbelievable! Like the deal, yeah, because they ran it in June. No, it's they did it. They launched it this year, I believe, because the deals that they ran whenever they first started it was like get a ten dollar coupon when you get your first game, but then you get a free game or whatever. And that week they were giving out Grand Theft Auto Five. Right. So then they got a ten dollar coupon. But then anything that you buy over $15, you get a $10 coupon, even if you use a $10 coupon. So then I got, like, Assassin's Creed Origins. It was on sale for 15 bucks. Use a $10 coupon. I got it for $5. They gave me another $10 coupon. Yeah. And, like, it was just ridiculous. It's a domino so it's literally, effect. literally, like, right. I made $5 to buy Assassin's Creed right. Origins, in a sense. Like, and, uh, that, I think that's called Bob Math. But... <laughs> But yeah, so like, I dude, and I just load it up. But they were they give away games every Thursday, and they've I've gotten some really good games. The Escapist Two was one of the free games. Uh, Remnant from Ashes from the Ashes mm-hmm. is another one. Um, they gave away the Total War Troy, which just came out last month, and for the first twenty four hours, it was free to anyone. Wow! And now it's sixty bucks again. So. Um, but no, the, yeah, like the Epic game store, man, I, I think it's actually doing pretty well and it's going to be a pretty big competitor when it comes to steam. Um, they've got a game coming out Thursday, man. I just looked at it today before I came over here and it looks comical in both like a comic book and funny. What's like, the name hilarious. Of it? I can't see. And that's the thing is that I can't remember the name of it right now, but it was, it's about this guy who gets hit, knocked on the head, and it lo- almost looks like Paper Mario, mm-hmm. in a sense, right? He's he's flat and everything, and all the characters aren't in flat, but it's very dark, comic booky in a sense. Um, it almost looks like it was done by... Uh, uh, help me out here, Bob. Uh, I don't know. Nightmare Before Christmas director. Oh, Tim Burton. It almost looks like it was a game created by Tim Burton. Like, it was... It's not Don't Get Scared or whatever, is it? No, Don't Starve. Yeah. No, Don't Starve is a good game. I have that one. Um... That is a good game. It's fucking hard, but it's good. Um, no, it's something about sticky hand. It's so he gets hit on the head, and after surgery he wakes up. And you know those those little arm sticky yeah things like that you, you get throw the gumball at the machine? window and right. you get in the gumball machine. It's one of those is like hanging out of his head, but nobody can see it but him. And then he like goes and like grabs and can like read people's minds with it and oh, yeah? stuff like that. And then, but everybody just thinks he's going insane because they can't see it. Because they can't see it, so they think he's just a fucking mental patient. But then he gets convicted for a crime that he didn't do. Right. So now he's like on the run. At the same time, while other and then people that he meets, they think that he's just an you insane. The, you don't remember the name of the game? I don't remember the name of the game, but it's free. This Thursday. <laughs> well, actually, when this uh, podcast comes out, it's free right now right. on Epic Game Store. Uh, but it looks really interesting. In this next clip, Adam was working his bar when Dojo Cat shows up to perform. Well, here's his little take on that. You'll probably hear why we didn't keep it. Like, she looks really attractive mm-hmm. in her music video, Juicy, and everything like that. Real life, bro, she looks like Jordan Peele in drag. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I hate to be mean. Maybe she was just having an off day or something. Let's call it an off day. Yeah, but... I don't know. I guarantee you she has more fans than we do. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, let's not piss piss all them off. Let's cut that part out. (laughs) But I can piss off a whole line of people with that comment. In a few of the early episodes, we talked about having Adam do his Adam stories. And he did a few of them where it was about Rack City, uh, some other people that he's met. I think uh, we talked about where he met Screech. In fact, there's even merch for it. Uh, I think one story that never came about was where Adam met Dave Chappelle. The story seemed like a little long, so take a listen if you're interested. If not, you're probably going to need to skip about 10 minutes. Yeah, let's talk about uh, the night that I met Dave Chappelle. So this was a good five years ago. This is back when he played at, uh, he performed at Barber B. Man. And I was working for this this nightclub. It had like multiple layers on it. Multiple levels? Multiple levels, yeah. Okay. So as the night was going on, like, we got a phone call. This was on a Sunday night, mind you. Okay. So, like, we were pretty limited on staff because it was Sunday night at a nightclub. It wasn't very busy. Right. And, like, normally we closed early on Sundays. And uh, we got a phone call saying, hey, just want to check if you were open because Dave Chappelle's, you know, might be coming out tonight. Okay. So we're like, oh, shit, like, no kidding. Like, that's pretty cool. We're, like, kind of gearing up for that. We're roping off an area for Dave and his entourage and then stuff like that. I texted my friends immediately that work in bars. I was like, dude, like, I can believe it. Dave Chappelle is supposed to be on my way. And they're like, yeah, dude, we got that call, too. Like, apparently, like, the people he was with just called out to all the bars around. Oh, okay. All the bars, all the bars in the area? Right. Okay. And so um, I was all like, oh, well, like that sucks. I was like, but we are kind of the hottest place in town. So, you know, maybe you will come to my bar. Yeah. Dude, out of fucking nowhere, we're at capacity with limited fucking people. Right. Um, And the club, the club that I was working, usually when you're at capacity for that specific bar that was open, we need at least two bar backs. I was the only bar back that night. So you were running. I was hauling ass okay. to the point that like one of the girls that worked um at another part of the bar when she had gotten off of work she came over and she goes adam what do you need me to do and i was like i was so flustered i was like i just i just need you to bar back <laughs> yeah. like, just just help just do anything like whatever just like do dishes do something go get me beer whatever so like, I couldn't really give, because she's never bar back before, but I couldn't even give her an answer because right. I was that flustered. Dude, it seriously looked like that place was just fucking ripped through by the end of the night. But Just completely sh- destroyed. Destroyed, bro. It was a Sunday night. We were supposed to close at, like, midnight. I didn't leave that bitch till, like, 5 a.m. <laughs> but, but, no, so... I'm 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 going, dude, and it's just like it's slam packed. From what I was told, I guess Dave had said, you know, we're going downtown out to the nightclubs. Come join us while on stage at fucking Barber B Man. He announced that he was showing up. So on the on the stage he was performing at. Yeah, and dude, it was fucking packed. Yeah, okay. I mean that's an that's an understatement. <laughs> It was elbow to elbow, and I'm yelling at people. I'm screaming, dude. I, I was wearing uh, cargo pants, thankfully. Mm-hmm. I had, like, extra pockets and shit. 
I'm literally shoving liquor bottles in every single fucking pocket that I have while I'm in the liquor room of stuff that I need. Yep. And then grabbing three cases of beer. And I'm running up these fucking steps and I'm yelling at people, move, move, get out of my way. I come around the corner and there's these people blocking my way. Right. And I start, and I, once again, I scream, I'm like, move, get out of my way. And I scream and the guy turns around, Dave Chappelle's boy, Donald Rawlings. Oh, okay. And like, <laughs> dude, I mean, his, his eyes were redder than the devil's dick. He was so stoned out of his fucking mind. It was unbelievable. But dude, like, I'm just like, I'm, and I yelled at him. And he just, he was in the middle of taking a picture and he turned around and he looked at me and I was like, oh shit. I just yelled at Dave Chappelle's entourage. <laughs> like, and I was like, I'm sorry, man. I was like, you can stand wherever you want. I'll just go around you. <laughs> like, and I went around him, placed a beer on top of the bar, crawled underneath or whatever, and like put it all away. And as soon as I got done doing that, I flipped the bar back up, came around the other side, put it down, turned around to go run for more. And somebody's hand hits my chest. And stops me. And immediately I'm just like, you know, because usually it it would be like my security or something like that. Right. So Like hold up? Yeah, like hold up. So And then I look, and I didn't even know the guy. And I was like, excuse me, I got work to do. <laughs> like, but then I, and I look, and that whole area, because there was like, there was a wall. It was a small little area. Right. That whole area, there was security lined up, and none of them were ours. And I was like, what the fuck? And I look, and Dave Chappelle comes walking through. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, Dave, it's an honor to meet you, man. And I put my hand out, and he shook my hand. He goes, oh, it's a pleasure, brother. And he hugged me real quick. And I was like, word, I got money to make. And I started running again. I was like, fine, sorry. I was like, it's cool to meet you. I'd love to stay and talk. But sorry, man, bills ain't going to pay themselves. And I, I started running again. And There's so many people right now dude, listening that would have been like, I would have just sat there and talked to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, abs- dude, I regret not doing that. Yeah. I re- like, fuck the money. That place was trashed. It was, go- it was going to hell anyway. <laughs> like, wow. It was bad. So I should have just sat there and been like, dude, Dave, man, like, God, I just want I just want to have a drink with you. You should have took <laughs> like, a picture. I quit. Yeah, I know. It's one one selfie. But kept on working and everything like that. Dude, by the end of the- And finally, the owner's son showed up. Okay. Who they've been well known to party okay. in town in right. in this town, and uh, he one of them had shown up, and he goes, "Hey Adam, set up the other bar downstairs." And I was just all like, "Dude, it's one fifty. He goes, "Just do what you're told." It's like, okay. Went downstairs or whatever. That was a room that was like a little more private and everything like that. Went up, uh, went, st- filled up the ice well and everything, put some beers into it and whatnot. Dave Chappelle and his entourage went down there. We kicked everybody else out. And it was like 2.20 at this point in time, 2.20 in the morning. Mind you, the laws here in Florida, alcohol is stopped serving at 2 a.m. Okay. Um, I'm like cleaning and everything and still trying to bar back for that. And I'm going up and down. All of a sudden, I see... Police officer standing in the doorway of that bar, looking in, watching us serve past 2 a.m., was immediately hit with a very large fine for serving after 2 a.m. Really? The police actually escorted Dave Chappelle out of the bar and his entourage. So. Yeah, but that's not Dave Chappelle's fault. He didn't know. No, right, yeah. That you know what I'm saying? Like, he's fault. from the big city where they just fucking drink 
Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, he didn't he didn't know. He just thought that they were being, you know, pushed down somewhere else. But they were gonna allow some of the girls that were upstairs, like whenever they're leaving, like, hey, if you would like, come this way instead, right? So that Dave Chappelle could like party and drink, and his entourage could party and drink with you know some of the girls that were there. But either way, like the cops fucking broke that shit up immediately. Every, kicked everybody out and I'm like mind you I see the cops and I'm like none of my business and I just kept on yeah just keep working just keep working down. yeah and dude like I went back up to the bar the, the first one or whatever the, the, the actual bar that was open and I'm looking around bro and there's just fucking glassware and plastic cups and just the place is just fucking wrecked. trashed and I'm the only bar back <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like you got to be kidding me. There was not a single clean glass in that bar. Wow. And so, like, I looked at my manager, and I was all like, we're not allowed to smoke on premises. Mm-hmm. Like, if you got caught smoking a cigarette, right. you would be fired immediately. You We signed a contract stating that we Rule, would not rules use... Rules of the house, right? Yeah, we would not use tobacco products and all of that. I looked at my boss. I said, listen. It's like, you know that I'm a smoker. Because I, I, at the time I did. Now I vape or whatever, but... The time I was a smoker, I was like, "You know, I smoke." Mm-hmm. It's like, look at this fucking place, man. <laughs> it's like, I can either walk down to the fucking dumpsters and smoke a cigarette because it's gonna happen, or I could smoke a cigarette standing right here and clean these fucking dishes. I was like, "Your choice, bro." And he goes, "You can go ahead and smoke while you do dishes." I said, "Thank you." And I fucking lit up a cigarette and continued doing dishes, and. Um, finally, dude, like, I just, I go, by the time I get done cleaning everything and getting everything, you know, unset up and everything, it's five o'clock in the fucking morning. Right. And I'm finally getting home. It's five 30. I mean, fucking exhausted. I shower, lay down, pass out by 6 AM. I wake up to my phone blowing the fuck up from every employee. Sorry. Let me do that. Uh, I wake up to my phone blowing the fuck up from every single employee at that bar. Why? Because everybody, at the end of all of it, everybody that worked that night got fired except for me. Why? Everybody was drinking with Dave Chappelle. <laughs> like every single, every single everybody one, every, per, every employee got caught drinking on the job except for me. Because and I straight because after I found that out, I was just like because I didn't even have time to drink if I wanted to. Um, but after I found that out, I called my boss immediately, and I said, "Listen, I know everybody got fired." Yeah. It's like, am I expecting a call because I was seen on camera smoking a cigarette upstairs while I was doing dishes? He said, "Absolutely not. You asked my permission, and I gave you permission." He goes, "That falls on me, not you." True. I was all like, "Cool." See you on Wednesday. Click. <laughs> like, but yeah, everybody ended up getting fired except for me. But either way, man, like, think back on it. Now that I, especially now that I don't work there, I really wish I actually just hung out with Dave. But it was cool, man. I just put my hand out and said, hey, man, it's an honor to meet you. He's like, it's a pleasure, brother. I'll never forget that. And he freaking slapped a hug on me. And I was just like, word, got money to make. Bye. But yelling at Donald Rollins, I'll never forget the look on his face. <laughs> That was that was pretty great. Well, there's still time. Maybe sometime in Hollywood we'll run into him again. Yeah, absolutely. You never know. 
Yeah, I wonder if he would actually remember that if we ever did work together. And Dude, I he, I'm story. sure he does hundreds of shows a year. He probably he he might. Who knows? Yeah, he might. There might be the reason why he never came back to Fort Myers. It might be. Said <laughs> like that fucking asshole white boy. We got thrown out. Fuck that place. <laughs> Fuck that whole city. Yeah. Well, all right then. Also in episode 19, Adam went on a small tangent about DC. It is his favorite. And how they're doing a new Green Arrow. I kept that segment too, even though we cut it from the original show. So here's that moment now. That's pretty much all I have for Thanksgiving news. But in recent news, did you hear about uh, what DC is doing now? Uh, let's see what DC Comics is doing. HBO Max. <laughs> okay, so what HBO Max is doing with the DC with what? Okay, so what Warner Brothers is doing? Yes. All right. So no. Wait. No. I'm going to say no. I may know about it, but go ahead and say it. So, HBO Max is rebooting the Green Arrow without Stephen Amell. Well, he moved on. Yep. We talked about this. It's reported to be, like, less gloomy than Arrow was. So not as dark. Yeah, and that's a little upsetting to me. Why? Because I liked the dark Green Arrow. Honestly, when it comes to air that show Arrow, the first two seasons were the best. It was dark. He was just killing people. He's like, no one can know my secret. And breaking necks and shit. Yeah. It was dope. It was like the Dark Knight version, which if the Dark Knight comics, if you're familiar with. Right, right, right. Batman was getting too old to keep putting these villains away. So he just went around and started killing them all. Right. Um, it was like that version of Green Arrow. It was the adult version. And I loved it. And then... In season three, he's like, no more killing. And then it just started getting fucking weird and Okay, but okay, teenager. Let's it, ta- turned, it went from Dark Knight to Nightfall. Okay. <laughs> it's like, if let's, you know that reference. It's the teenage uh, version. Okay, but let's back up here, though, because Arrow, with the the hooded arrow, okay? Yeah. So the, the, green, the arrow, the green arrow, with the hood, was the darker, gloomy comic book version that you're talking about. So the question is, is HBO Max slash Warner Brothers slash DC rebooting Green Arrow pre-hood? Like, like I don't know a better way to explain it, but the, the Green Arrow that didn't have the hood, he had like the Robin Hood hat. You know what I'm talking about? Like the early oh, right. 19-whatever, 50s right. Green Arrow guy who was all like, dun, 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 with the like, you know what I'm See, talking about? I don't know. If, because here's what? the thing, because if they're rebooting that version... If they're rebooting that version and they do it in that early time, it might be cool. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It might be all retro and cool. Well, I have fans for years have been asking for Charlie Hunnam to play Green Arrow. Now, have we seen Charlie Hunnam in anything else? Yeah, Sons of Anarchy, the lead guy. Okay. Do you have to say that? Sorry. I, I don't know. Yeah, you don't I've know. never seen Sons of Anarchy. But Jax Teller, the main character from Sons of Anarchy. I okay. talked about him in another film uh, just a couple episodes ago. Right. But... Um, but yeah, Charlie Hunnam. They they and there's even been fan art made. I already have downloaded all of that. We're going to be posting that as well on the Patreon. Okay. But there's been a lot of fan art uh, made and like, dude, f- fans wanted him as Green Arrow so bad mm-hmm. that in an interview, Charlie Hunnam said, "You know, I'm not a comic book fan." Like they mentioned it to him. He goes, "You know, I'm not a comic book fan, so I don't really know the Green Arrow. Do I look like him?" Have they made a Green Arrow film? Well, come on, DC. What's up? Give me a call. So they did. They did. Yeah. Right now, Warner Brothers Studios is talking with uh, deals with them right now. 
We just don't know if it's for the show, a film, just a standalone film, or to add him onto the Justice League. But it looks like the fans got what they wanted. Charlie Hunnam's going to probably be the Green Arrow, which I'm super like, dude, Sons of Anarchy is a great show. Like, I right. loved it. So, and I could totally see him as playing the Green Arrow. It's still just in talks. When right when did you hear about it? I just I heard about that today. Yeah, it popped up on my Google News. All right, so I will dig into my Hollywood behind the scenes. Yeah, I was going to say like you know me, I'll dig I'll dig it out. I'll find out. I'll find oh, out for yeah. you for Charlie, you know. Was just, that was just something that popped up today and I just read more into it. That's awesome. Yeah. I know there's talks of Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah, that's supposed to be hitting HBO it, Max as well. Yeah, the Green Lantern series. So, it I, to me I think HBO Max is kind of like because of the success of the Arrowverse. I think HBO Max is trying to start their own. Well, I mean, it is an H- HBO's Warner Brothers, right? Yeah. I mean, it's all owned by Warner Brothers, so it's a matter of like Warner Brothers starting their own and HBO being the outlet. Right. So, but yeah, you're probably right. I mean, they're, why wouldn't they? Yeah. In episode 22, we had a story involving the history of Santa Claus, but the story moved from being something that seemed like it was going to be okay, that just ended up becoming racist slightly. So take a listen, and you'll see why we got this one. And now we make it to the Netherlands. Uh, Do you want to take this one, Bob, considering you were born there? No, I do not. (laughs) This one is fucked up. Shocker. It is so racist. It's fucking ridiculous. It's... Saint, it's that Ray Hart sigh. Saint Nicholas brings presents to the children on Nicholas Day, on Saint Nicholas Day, but he is depicted a little differently than Santa Claus in America. Children believe that Saint Nicholas travels from Spain to Holland on a ship filled with presents. He right. is accompanied by a helper named Black Peter. Black Peter was once a common nickname for the devil. People believe that Saint Nicholas kidnapped the devil every Saint Nicholas Day to help him deliver gifts to the children. Eventually, Black Peter began to be depicted as a dark-skinned man dressed in 16th century Spanish attire. Yeah, that's controversial. The devil was often thought of as being black-skinned, so Black Peter took on that trait. And now they have, like, in their fucking Christmas parade, they have St. Nicholas, who looks more like the Pope, walking with a dude in blackface. Yeah, no. See? It's so fucked up. Yeah, I agree. It's probably getting cut from this episode. Probably going to get cut from this episode just because. All right. Um... In episode 23, we talk about the Christmas toy. It's a great family film. Um, Again, for those of you on our Patreon, you should have seen the link that we provided so that you could watch the film free uh, with Amazon, I believe. Well, they did come out with a television series based on the same characters called The Secret Life of Toys. And at the time, Adam didn't know this. And here's the segment where I tell him about it. Now, what year did Toy Story come out? 95. 96. 95? 95. 95. 95, okay. There is, and this was filmed overseas in Germany. Mm -hmm. And it came out on the Disney Channel. 13 30-minute episodes called The Secret Life of Toys in 1994, which continued the story of Rugby the Tiger, Mew, and all of them. 
No shit. I can't find it anywhere. I've, I've only found the Wikipedia page and all the, on the general information on it. Yeah. I can't find... Even Amazon doesn't have it in stock to buy the DVD set of 13 30-minute episodes of The Secret Life of Toys. And it's the Christmas toy characters, but... Like after the Christmas, you know what I'm saying? Like not Christmas, not not all of them, but the majority ones that you remember. And I don't know if anybody's ever seen this film, but uh, Rugby the Tiger, Mew the Mouse, uh, Ditz the Clown, uh, Cruiser the Taxi Driver, and Bleep the Robot are all in the episodic television. Yeah, I was shocked when I was like, holy crap, there was an entire season of the episodes. They only went on for one year. Toy Story came out, and The Secret Life of Toys Vanished. Vanished. Buried. You know, you know what's funny, though, is that some people started pointing some stuff out to me about Toy Story that I never really realized. Do you remember Toy Story at all? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I know you were the, older when that came out, but... But I've seen the first... Uh, <coughs> I've seen the first two, I think. I don't okay, think I ever okay so in the very one. first one, Sid, the angry kid next door that torches his toys. Right. You remember when all the toys came out, you had the doll on the little robotic octa legs or whatever? Yep, yeah. Do you remember... The Barbie legs attached to the fishing pole? Yes. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. but You yeah. know where I'm going with this? Yeah, I do. Somebody <laughs> sent me a picture. Yeah. It was like, I just realized this is a hooker. <laughs> and I fucking just mind blown, bro. Like, I didn't even yeah. think about it. Uh, yeah. I think that's more of a joke, but that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um... <laughs> In the last episode we did, episode 24, we were trying to lean more towards New Year's, and it ended up being a lot about Adam's bar life. A lot of the footage that we recorded actually ended up getting cut just because it was getting a little carried away. I did keep one segment, though, where he uh, explains uh, about a dive bar he worked at where a fight broke out. So let's take a listen to that now. Dude, there was one time I was working at this uh, this biker bar, and there was uh, he was an outlaw, right? Which I I don't know if you know much no, about bikers. Clue. Okay, I, so you've heard of Hell's I'm Angels? I'm like I I have heard and I do know a little bit, but let's pretend. Okay, I so know nothing. The outlaws and the Hell Hell's Angels—they're like the top most infamous right um, motorcycle gangs, and those are rivals. Well, down here in Florida, we don't really have Hell's Angels. Hell's Angels are out in California. Down here, we have outlaws. Mm-hmm. And there was a few outlaws there. And I, every time I ever see an outlaw, I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? Like, yeah, what's you know, up, I'm all man? like, oh, yeah, we cool. We friends. Um, but uh, but no, there was, a, there was some outlaws there. And then there was just like this meathead. He's wearing like a fucking strap. Uh, one of those like string tank tops that you oh. the meatheads would wear in the fucking gyms or whatever. And they're with drinking a gallon, like a gallon of water, water. Yeah. Or whatever, those yeah. type, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like that type of guy, and all I hear is I'm inside bartending or whatever, and it's like the end of the night. Everybody's going home, cashed out. And security had already left, and one of the bartenders goes, "Boys, fight outside!" So now like every guy that works there runs yeah outside. let's see let's see let's see right well right. because security's gone now now we have to deal with it because oh, oh, oh. the parking lot was owned by the bar owner as well it oh, wasn't so just still... public property anymore it was okay. still it, it still relied on us okay so we run outside i'm the first one outside because i was like i was closest to the door and i just jumped the bar mm-hmm. and i run outside and 
The meathead's like, you just go pull a gun on me, bro. He's hammered drunk. You go pull a gun on me, bro, bro. You go pull a gun on me. And then that's the first thing I hear. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I see three outlaws. Two of them are jumping on their bike or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or over by their bikes, putting the, from what it looked like, putting the gun away in their saddle. Because they saw us coming out. And another guy was standing in this, like, fucking Tai Chi fucking karate kid karate kid move <laughs> right and this meathead and i'm just like i'm, I'm standing in front of the meathead and i'm looking at the outlaws like hey guys he's drunk fuck him <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like, don't, don't worry about it he ain't worth it bro yeah. get on your bikes get on your bikes have a nice ride get home safe do your thing do your thing you know and stuff like that and then i hear Let's go! And he starts screaming. I turn around. This meathead is punching himself in the side of the head. <laughs> and at this moment in time, I'm like, I'm saying, I'm like, I'm gonna die. Yeah, you're in <laughs> like, between chaos and I'm, yeah, I'm between an outlaws and a meathead punching himself in the fucking face. <laughs> so like, I'm like, this is the moment I die. You're right like, here this is it? In a dive bar parking lot. <laughs> in a t- <laughs> In a situation that has nothing to fucking Zero do with me. Zero things to do with you. And I'm making maybe $200 tonight. <laughs> like, wow. So, like, finally, but finally, um, somebody fucking jumped on him. Dude, this was so far long ago. I don't know if, I don't remember if it was me or somebody else, mm-hmm. but uh, jumped on him, put him in a fucking headlock. And, uh, like, at that point, outlaws looked over and said tell him we know where he lives we'll be in his driveway when he gets home i immediately was like i don't recommend doing that i would just say go home (laughs) like you know uh have a good night and i look over and that dude is still like he got choked out right so he's done he's still sleeping and i'm like oh shit like he's not waking up (laughs) like i had to call the paramedics and shit he was still breathing but like, and like, we were like rubbing his fucking solar plex, like, hey, dude, wake up, man. Like slapping yeah, yeah, his yeah. face a little bit. Like, hey, man, <laughs> like, sorry about that. But no, yeah, it was just, it's fucking crazy. I'm just so glad I don't have to do that anymore. You know what I mean? And that's the, the one benefit to working at the bar that I work at now. At a better bar. At a much, much better bar, making much better money and not, not having to deal with that. <laughs> These next few mashups that you're going to hear are just clips from Florida Man stories that we just did not use. Either they weren't funny, or we didn't find them interesting enough, or there was just wasn't enough information. Here we go. Fucking first video podcast that we have is the one where I don't have a beard and look fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's like you're 12 again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Drunken Florida Man crashes golf cart and blames Donald Trump. Wow. Yeah, what? I don't even. You know what? Yeah, I don't want to avoid politics for a reason. It's not not that we don't have any stance on politics. It's just that it's a sticky situation, volatile situation. Florida man pulled over during traffic stop. Claims dog was driving. (laughs) (laughs) That immediately reminds me of that old Jam Silent Bob cartoon. He was pulled over for driving erratically on I ninety five outside Port St. Lucie last month. Mind you, this was a while ago. This was two thousand eighteen. Two years ago. Yeah. The officers detected the smell of alcohol coming from the car. Garrett claimed he wasn't driving the car. His dog was. What kind of dog was it? Does it say? Uh, some sort of hound, from what it looks like. 
So the next clips you're going to hear are from us doing Urban Dictionary. Now we scroll through a lot of Urban Dictionary to bring, try to bring at least some of the funniest stuff, but sometimes some of the things that we find just don't hit the mark. We can't spring off of them to make anything funny out of it, or they're just kind of lame or gross. Uh, so these next clips are going to be all from just cut up from different Urban Dictionaries we've tried. All right, enjoy. Herb Dick. Urban Dictionary. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> it's... Just abbreviate Herb Dick because that's, again, where we're at. That's how lazy we are. Water sports. Isn't that kind of self-explanatory? I don't know, Bob. Is it? Water sports, like skiing? like No, not that kind of water sports, Okay, that's Bob. what I was asking. Not that kind of water sports, Bob. Sexual activity in which urine is involved. Gross. <laughs> Presence of urine is generally considered Gross. erotic for those indulging in the urine-related activities. Gross. Zane. Z-A-Y-N. No idea. It's to leave early. Zane? Just... Z- Z-A-Y-N. It's to leave early. I always just say the Irish goodbye, which means you just don't say bye to anybody. You just walk the fuck out and leave. Yeah, no, I Zane from fucking work all the time. <laughs> the three-eyed turtle. <laughs> I'm scared to even ask. <laughs> it's, it's a sex act involved in, involving a limber woman where the woman spreads her legs and grabs her ankles. Oral, vaginal, and anal sex ensue. In that order. No ATM here. Still gross. Okay, so what's ATM, Bob? Come on, you've seen Clerks too. It's ass to mouth, bro. Gross. Scon. Scon? S-C-O-N. S-C-O-N. Scon. Like, it's gone? Scon? Scon. Scon. It's like Jamaican, like, Scon! Hey, hey guys. Scon. No. But I don't know. Literally stands for what's going on, but shorter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Scon. S-C- That's it. Just S-C-O-N. Scon. Just fucking ultra lazy. Like, we're just <laughs> taking out complete words now. Yeah. We're going to have a whole new language it's gonna be within the next hundred years. It's less than. Yeah. No thanks to the Urban Dictionary. It's like we're actually devolving. <laughs> like that movie Idiocracy? Yeah, exactly. Dude, that is... If that isn't the most accurate it's movie so depiction bad. of the future, I mean, I don't, I don't know what is then. Did you know that according to Urban Dictionary, when something means absolute shit, it's called new Facebook? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's, uh... I got one for you. All right. Knocking. Knocking? I see a lot of new hoes here tonight. Time to start knocking. Like, bumping uglies? Beating guts? You would think so. But it's the act of trying to convince a prostitute that you'd be better pimp for her than her current pimp. No Successfully shit. knocking is called being knocked or being knocked out. Oh, all right. There you go. Now you know. I was going to say, I was going to guess, you know, yeah, yeah, knocking boots. Here's a gamer one. Go ahead. MLG. MLG. Yeah, Major League Gaming. No. Okay. Um, I'll use it in a sentence for you. When you played Sea of Thieves insider and you were underground of the the bar in the uh, pirate legend area mm-hmm. there was an L- MLG trolling you oh I don't know like this fucking little a, asshole kid I don't know yeah a group of 8 to 12 year olds screaming about getting wrecked and 360 quick scopes oh they also God. call you a hacker and tell you to <laughs> one versus one them if you kill them <laughs> that's 
So yeah, so maybe it is Major League Gaming then. Yeah, because right. they claim that they are. Bish. B-I-S-H. I have no idea. Short for bitch. <laughs> because that's how lazy people are nowadays. <laughs> that's how bad that's gotten. But used in a playful sort of way. Not intended to be hurtful or often used between friends. Like someone's just like, come here, bitch. Yeah. Nice. Like, oh my god, bitch, you took forever to call me back. That's the actual sentence on here. <laughs> daft. D-A-F-T. Our daft ways will eventually lead to our self-destruction. I don't know. It means like bad or fucked up. Stupid. As in 80% yeah. of the world's population. Yeah. Well. According to Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Okay. Ana- I'm probably going to be saying this wrong. Go ahead. Anatidophobia. Anatidophobia? Anatidophobia? I have no idea what... Nope. A-N-A-T-I-D-A-E-P-H-O-B-I-A. Okay, what does it mean? The fear that somewhere, somehow, a duck is watching you. Stupid. <laughs> what's, what's the matter, Bob? You got something against ducks? Maybe. All right, and that about wraps it up for another episode of the Ray Hart Rundown. Over these past few clips and everything, there, some of them, again, we tried to make funny they didn't really work out but we appreciate you guys listening we're grateful to have an audience that or anybody that wants to hear our voices and hopefully then season two will be starting the first week of february so hang in there we got a lot more surprises and a lot more things that we want to do uh again thank you for listening and uh we'll see you in a couple of weeks all right bye now